welcome to Let's Talk Lettings, the podcast aimed at helping landlords in today's marketplace. I'm your host, Jane Jenrick, Head of Lettings for a number of countrywide lettings brands. Today we're going to talk about the Building Safety Bill, what it is and what it means for landlords. With expert insight from Andrew Caldwell, Head of Compliance for Lettings and Sales at Countrywide and with over 35 years experience in the industry. Andrew, many of our clients will have seen reports of a building safety bill in the press. Is it relevant to landlords? Uh, Indeed it is, Jane, yes. So um, as well as to owner-occupiers living in high-rise leasehold properties, and the draft building safety bill was published in July last year and has featured in the news regularly ever since. When you say high-rise... Well, at this stage, the rules look set to apply to buildings of 18 metres and above in height and comprising six or more storeys. At this stage, um, these are proposals, however, and the bill is still in its infancy. That said, uh, government's intentions appear fairly clear and we therefore have a reasonable idea of what to expect, albeit in broad terms, um, you know, when the bill comes into law. What's the government trying to achieve? Well, in a post-Grenfell world, government wants building owners to be accountable for a more stringent suite of building safety rules that will apply to these high-rise buildings. Residents will also have better access to safety information. And whilst arguably not quite so applicable to landlords, where residents have concerns around building safety, there's a proposal for a complaints process to be laid down. Now, the Grenfell inquiry highlighted that concerns raised by residents around building safety had apparently um, gone largely unanswered. What about oversight? Well, we understand that um, a building safety regulator is being set up uh, within the health and safety executive. This really only goes to underline, I think, quite how seriously uh, government is taking building safety. Mm. And is this largely about cladding then? Uh, Cladding or more accurately, um, external wall systems, you know, are are certainly key to this, yes. But but also more general fire safety is likely to be captured. But I think it's fair to say that that cladding is certainly the primary consideration at this stage. And what's happened since the draft bill was published in July of last year? Uh, Well, in in November, the Housing Communities and Local Government Committee uh, released a report on the draft bill. It made uh, 40 recommendations and um, in particular raised concerns that the draft bill didn't go far enough in protecting leaseholders. By not going far enough to protect leaseholders, um, what exactly did they mean? Uh, Well, largely around the cost uh, to remedy safety defects. Needless to say, uh, this includes dangerous cladding, uh, the cost of which could be considerable and is a real concern to many. So the million dollar question, who'll be paying for the improvements? (laughs) Well, that quite literally is the multi-billion pound question. Um, Government has set up a a building safety fund designed to help fund these works and recently announced um, an extension to the deadline for applications. And then only last week, the provision of additional funds, meaning that no leaseholder of a high-rise building should be required to pay for the replacement of unsafe cladding. Now, you'll note there my judicious use of the phrase help fund and as at this stage, it looks unlikely um, as though the fund will meet the entire cost of all safety works. So worth noting um, also that pressure on developers who originally built and sold these buildings has resulted only last week in them being held to account for their shortcomings. And a number of them announced funding provision and plans to engage with affected leaseholders and freeholders. All that said, I think it's fair to say that a great deal of uncertainty remains with leaseholders who are understandably very concerned at the prospect of large bills and trouble in selling their homes whilst the safety status is unclear. 
Mm, so more clarity needed around who pays for what improvements. Yeah, absolutely. What does this all mean for a landlord looking to rent their property? Uh, well, I guess in the short term, probably very little, other than ensuring that their agent and prospective tenants are made aware of any immediate safety concerns. And by that, we say you know concerns which might reasonably impact on an individual tenant's um, decision as to whether firstly they view the property and ultimately rent it. Remember also um, that in some cases where corrective works are planned, these could be invasive and be a source of inconvenience to the tenant. So yeah, I guess yeah, by way of an example, if you know a property uh, shortly to be, let's say, covered in scaffolding whilst cladding is removed and replaced, it's really important to make sure that a prospective tenant is aware before they agree to rent the property, just in case this isn't acceptable to them. The failure to do so risks breaching the consumer protection regulations. So keep to good practice about informing tenants about invasive building work of any sort. Yeah, yeah spot on. What about the longer term? Well, it looks likely as though there will be a requirement for leaseholders and tenants to be provided with important safety information uh, relating to the development in which they live. Now, you know, the extent of this is unknown and a matter of speculation. But it might well include, you know, let's say copies of fire risk assessments and emergency evacuation procedures. Now, we're also aware, of course, from national trading standards for building safety status to be included in the marketing material and advertisements when properties are let and indeed sold. At the time of writing, however, there's, there's very little detail around that. Now, you know, concerns have been raised around how, in practical terms, you know, this can become a reality, you know, at least until a standard form of measuring building safety is available, which at the moment, you know, just, just, just isn't. When do you think it's likely to become law? Uh, yeah, we don't really know, but the bill is expected to be uh, brought before Parliament in the first part of this year. Unsurprisingly, whilst COVID will undoubtedly hinder its passage, Building safety you know, is quite rightly a priority, and, and I guess you know, we should probably expect news over the forthcoming weeks and months. But you know, this most certainly you know, is not going to be one of those topics which disappears or is kicked into the long grass. Absolutely. Uh, where can I go for further information? Uh, the government website, uh, gov.uk, um, is always a great source um, for up-to-date information. Um, you know, that said, you know, press interest in this subject, you know, remains strong. And so, you know, expect to see mentioned in the headlines for you know, quite some time to come. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Lettings. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for future episodes through your usual podcast service. Remember to share on social media. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.